Get ready, Pittsburgh, because Philadelphia is set to invade. Philly Invades Pittsburgh Beer Fest is back for its second installment on Saturday, September 14th from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. at Spoonwood Brewing in Bethel Park. Hosted by breweries in Pennsylvania, this event features some of the best beer the east side of the Commonwealth has to offer. Grab your tickets and sip on beers from Imprint, Hidden River, Rebel Hill, Lost Tavern, Levante, Stable 12, and New Trail. Head over to Facebook and search Philly Invades Pittsburgh Beer Fest for more information and reserve your tickets before this event sells out. Woe to you, O Earth and Sea. It's the Hop Nation USA Podcast. It's episode 124 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and we're here with my co-host Adam, as always, and guest co-host Bubba. Yo, what's up? And his guest co-host Haley. <laughs> Hello. Wait, so did you just sub out another co-host? Is she a sub-consultant <laughs> to our sub-consultant here? Much. Yes. I figured. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you married your co-host. Oh, oh, let's... Kibosh that one right now. Steve and I, we are not going down that path. No. You two are fine with that. Yeah, actually, being that they've married mm-hmm. since they've last been on, yes, I'm just going to jam their names together, and we're joined by Bailey. Nice. <laughs> we are referred to as the Haley's throughout, the Haley's? throughout our lives The now. Haley's? The Haley's. Whenever we show up somewhere, it's the Haley's are here. So we get rid oh. of the Bubba, and it's now we just are, me. We're the no, no longer Haley and Bubba. We're the Haley's. The Haley. I like that. All right. I'm going to call them the Bailey Haley's. The Bailey Haley's. Oh, shit, that's good. (laughs) Future child name, Bailey. Bailey Haley. Yes. Mm. Yeah. We'll talk about that one later. (laughs) In the car on the way home. (laughs) And it's a boy. We'll take it. We'll take it. Welcome back to the podcast, you two. Uh, Congratulations on the marriage. Congratulations on getting out of the Bahamas from your honeymoon before it all went to shit. We escaped. It blew us out. Yes. But yes, congratulations. We are here to drink your beer, actually. We are going to uh, spotlight yet another state, the beautiful state of Maine. It is beautiful. Yes, it is. Our, our co-host and sub-co-host recently went up there on a trip. They decided, you know what? The boys there at Hop Nation USA need some beers for Maine. They picked some up for us. So they are here on the show to join us, drink them with us, see what the hell is going on in Maine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we specifically checked a bag to drag them back for you guys. So. See, that's commitment, and I like that. Yes, that is commitment. Uh, other people, other co-hosts yeah. have not shown such commitment. <laughs> Wait, you talk about me? No, not you. No. Oh, okay. No, no. I was think- I was actually thinking Sam. Sam's oh. the only one. He refuses to check bags. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And he goes everywhere. <laughs> right. He goes everywhere, but he refuses to check bags. Isn't that mostly for is work, it- too? They'll probably pay for it. Well, yeah. Because of the cost, or he just doesn't like to check a bag? Both. <laughs> He's Both. just a problem child all around. <laughs> Katie dragged beers all the way from Guam. Right? That's right. pretty far. <laughs> yeah. Well, be yeah fair, all... <laughs> we did lose our luggage on the way home from the Bahamas. We so... did. Well, I it think... did have alcohol in it. I'll thank you for not bringing it... Bahamian beer. Yeah, it was Bahamian. <laughs> I mean, it was great. <laughs> <Red> Nobody <strike. laughs> Nobody's listening from there. 
and no thanks yes but yeah we're going to be drinking Maine beers we'll be profiling Maine in the second segment and then Bubba has a Maine themed quiz for the third segment of the show assuming he's done putting it together before the third segment starts right uh, but yeah, you can start your over under now on how many bad accents I'll be doing throughout the episode. <laughs> I'm going to put the line at three and a half. Okay. You know, hey. I'll take that under. You're, You're taking take, the under? I'll take the, the under. under. Ooh. All right. All right. That's that's interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know what? Screw you. I'm taking a push. Taking a push. Somehow you're going to get half an accent in there. That would be half-assed, if anything. I mean, that was a real, yeah. That was a real interesting take on your part, Adam, of saying three and a half. But. We have to establish the line at a half, because that way you can either have over or under. Okay. You All know, right. You know. All right. Hey, or a hey, push. You. Or a push, if you're an asshole like me. But what we do have tonight is we do have three beers Solid three beers, yes. not three and a half. So, Adam, why don't you introduce the first main beer? The first main beer that we have is coming from one of the big dogs in Maine, Allagash. 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 We've all heard of them. I'm pretty sure we've all enjoyed them from one point or another. If you haven't, well, we're going to do it for you. This is the Allagash River Trip. This is a Belgian-style session ale. I know that isn't necessarily in Steve's wheelhouse, not the Belgian-style, but the session ale. Uh, it comes in at 4.8% ABV. Hops include Nugget, Cascade, Comet, and Azaka. We've got some coriander going on there. A little bit of note of the grapefruit and stone fruit is something you should be fighting with this beer. Cool. Any questions? No. There will not be a quiz on this later. Good. Um, you don't, you don't know that. Bubba didn't. Shit. <laughs> oh, he is not done with it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're giving me more material. Let's go. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had a Belgian session ale. Today's the day, Bubba. It is. Change your life. I don't know that I've ever had an Allagash beer before. Really? Yeah. You yeah. were saying you were saying how we've all enjoyed it, but I honestly couldn't think of one. Oh. I, yeah. I just kind of assumed. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not surprising that you've had them before because they are mostly Belgian style. So. Yes, they are. As a matter of fact, I did a little research, and Allagash has only brewed one beer that they labeled as an IPA. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. We'll get into them a little bit later in segment two. Looking at the beer, it is... Hazy as a mug. Can't see through it. No, but that makes complete sense. Yeah. It's got that fancy word Belgian in there. Yes. It also had a nice fluffy head. It did for a little bit. Also, you know, playing to that Belgian style. Mm-hmm. It's got a kind of a yellowish look to it, like a pale yellow. Yeah, it's a real pale yellow straw. Mm-hmm. Not a goldenrod. Not a hay. Not a... <laughs> not a hay? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of other color terms. Haley, go. Yeah, you're smart. We want yellow things, and you went hay. Yeah, hay's a yellow. What about like lemons? It doesn't look like a lemon. It does not look like a lemon. Doesn't look like a baby no. chick. It kind of looks like yeah. that dehydrated pee after That's the morning of drinking, say. or after an evening of drinking in the next morning. <laughs> the morning, <laughs> the morning of drinking, drink. and then I've had mornings of drinking. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna drink all day. You gotta start in the morning. Drink in the morning. On the nose, pretty fresh. It uh, yes, fresh is a good way of describing it. It's got a little bit of that funk to it. Little fuck, I'm getting some of the grapefruit as well. Yeah, I smell the fruit. Yeah, get the citrus notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're there too. It's all there. Just waiting to be drank. Gang's all here. So let's let's do that. Tastes like an IPA. Interesting. That's a little hoppy for you, isn't it? It it kind of is. <laughs> I'm, huh? That's not what I was expecting. <laughs> like at all. What hops did you say were they in this again? They had nugget, 
Cascade, Comet, Azaka. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see kind of the uh, the Nugget and the Azaka adding a bit more of that uh, hopness and especially the grapefruit. I think the Azaka is pretty good for some uh, grapefruit flavor. Mm-hmm. And I can tell like why it would be a little bit extra hot because of those. Yes. It's weird because it's hoppy, but it's also really light. Mm-hmm. And I could not find any information on IBUs on this beer. Now, granted, IBUs are a lie nowadays, so that's not really a good metric. I can see here it says it was dry hopped, so... Aha! Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yep. Once you start dry hopping, shit doesn't matter. It doesn't matter It goes anymore. out the window. Yep. <laughs> it's like, whose line scoring? Yeah. Where the IBUs don't matter and the ABV's made up? No. So close. No. Can't make up the ABV. The government gets mad. <laughs> <laughs> the man comes down. <laughs> the revenueers. Anyways... While we sip on this, and I kind of uh, recover from the freshness of this beer, mm-hmm. let's get in some news, some notes, and some neat. Yes. So, I've got a couple. Oh, okay. I've got a big story and a little story. Let's save the big story for last. I have a hunch there's going to be a bit of a conversation on that. Yeah, well, it's like actually two stories, and then, so, okay, we'll we'll save it. Would you like me to go first? Sure, if you want. Okay, I have a quick one. Mm-hmm. And this comes from uh, Beer and Brewing Magazine. And they gave some information for 2019 of the fastest growing hops in America by acreage. Yeah, right. Not the ones that just grow fast. Right. Not physically, but which which hops are are the fastest growing crop in America? Right, right. Uh, the top five. Would you like to hear them? Yes. I knew you would. The top five from number five to number one. Number five, El Dorado has gained over 400 acres worth of growth. Okay. From 2018 to 2019, uh, wow. they now have 961 acres of El Dorado in America. Okay. Number four, and I've never actually heard of this one, Idaho 7. Really? Yeah. You haven't heard of that one? I have never heard of Idaho 7. It's been around for a while. I, yeah, I've never heard of it. <laughs> you, I mean, I don't expect you to know a lot of the hops that get used. Because True. The, 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 True. Icky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hops are icky for him. But I remember the first time we had Idaho 7 was a couple years back. And it was in a beer that was made for Pittsburgh Craft Beer Week. It was in a collaboration. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So. That, uh, they now have about 456 total acres. Mm-hmm. And it went up about, about, eh, about 350, 400 acres in the last year. Okay. So it is exploding in terms of percentage. Number three, Sabro. Yeah. Sabro uh, gained about 600 acres. Uh, according to the information that I have, they now have 678 total acres worth of hops being grown. So that's another one that has kind of exploded. I've heard that the coconut flavor on that is wild. Mm-hmm. I have yet to have like a Sabro hop-based beer yet, but uh, I'm going to be working on a smash homebrew as soon as I can. Okay. So yeah, it's it's still kind of, I think it's still kind of hard to procure, but it was part of the Pink Boots Society blend that we talked about. Back um, in the day. Earlier this year. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was back in a day. That no, was true. Yeah. Don't don't sell it like we were sitting on a porch kicking our feet up and drinking an iced tea. Yeah. Number two. Mosaic. Okay. Mosaic has gained eighteen hundred acres worth of growth between twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Down now I have about four thousand two hundred and twenty five acres worth. Tis a good hop. And number one with a bullet, Citra. Yeah. Of course. Cool. I'm not surprised by that. They've gained about 2,500 acres to over 9,000. You got to get them New England IPAs. It's you over 9,000. They got to fill them up. 
in that same article, they gave the five hops that are losing acreage. I'll just run through those real quick. Number five, Nugget lost about 250. Summit lost about 500. Amarillo lost about 600. Cascade lost about 800. And the worst performing one, Centennial, lost Hmm. about 900 acres Hmm. worth of growth in 2019. As Citra grows, the other classic seas, Mm -hmm. they they shrink. Interesting. The seas ebb and flow. Ugh, God damn you. (laughs) Yes. All right, well, moving on to our next story. Yes. <laughs> With maybe less puns. Maybe. But more accents. Ooh, I like accents. <laughs> Get your but only three out. of them. Get your scorecard out. <laughs> so the uh, did, you guys know, did you guys know that Woolworths is still around? The old five and dime. <laughs> yeah, I, except I for it's... I know that. Yeah, except for it's not. Oh. Yeah, I, I was... Uh, I, I saw the headline on the article, and I was like, Woolworths <laughs> is still a thing. And stay out of Woolworths. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, apparently, it's not a thing in America anymore. Where is it? Australia. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> I was reading the article coming from trailermag.com. <laughs> Trailermag? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trailermag.com. Deep of a dive, did you take to find this information? <laughs> I don't know. It just came right up on the Google. <laughs> uh, yeah, there is a Woolworths supermarket chain. In okay. Australia, and it's like they're—it's one of their big ones. It's like their Wegmans. Oh, <laughs> yeah. all right, or Kroger, depending on where you are in the country. Food Lion. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> those are all dead. Uh, no. Publix. <laughs> okay, ah, uh, maybe H E B. I thought H E B, Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. mm-hmm. The other one, right? But uh, Woolworths—they—they they were originally—I I looked into it a little bit just to make sure it wasn't related in any way. Mm-hmm. It was originally called something else, but then they found out that Woolworths America was not going to spread into Australia. Gotcha. And they said, "Ah, we'll take that name then." <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, but what they're doing, why we're talking about them, is they're a supermarket chain that has decided to uh, change their sustainability. Uh, program a little bit all right and what they're doing is uh supermarkets are obviously known for throwing out a lot of bread mm-hmm. that they bake daily you can get it on the cheap at the eagle in walmart if you want the old day old rack yeah the old day old rack uh but what this company's doing is they're taking their old bread and they're brewing beer out of it nice yeah they're repurposing it to make a kind of a, an in-store brand it's called loafer yeah <laughs> 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 and and then uh, part of the proceeds from every sale of a sixer of loafer will go to their uh, feed appeal uh, charity. Feed appeal. Feed appeal. Yeah, All which right. is a, a program in Australia that helps like you know just underprivileged uh, communities and families. Right on. So not only are they not throwing away bread and repurposing it into beer, but they're also donating money from sales of beer. So they're double dipping. Yes. That's awesome. Getting that double dip on it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even going to entertain that anymore. So was that? <laughs> Damn it! So much. <laughs> it's a real bing bong wizard. Anyways, because I know you're just going to stay in that loop until we move on to something else. Yeah, it's a bit like a boomerang. Uh, you throw out the bread, it comes back as beer. Done it. Anyways, <laughs> just a quick hitter here. Evil Twin, a favorite of the show. <laughs> so much anger. Evil Twin is famously a uh, a nomadic brewery. They do not have a a brewery of their own until now. 
Okay. They have officially established themselves a uh, a brew house. New York City? Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. Queens. Oh, okay. It was yeah. just, I was just guessing. <laughs> yeah, it's in Queens. Uh, they're going to open fall of 2019. They're going to have a brewery and a, a nice brew pub. Mm-hmm. Nice space. I took a look at some of the photos. Nice space. Yeah. I, th- I thought they already had like a tap room there. That's why I guessed. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I don't know that, but they now have a permanent space for brewing. Okay. Which is... They, they've actually been in the in the works of trying to find a place for the past couple of years, mm-hmm. but they weren't ever able to find a place that they liked that they thought would work. One popped up. They saw it. They loved it. They bought it. Now they're opening. Okay. Right on. I guess we should say congratulations to Evil Twin, even though they, they've had their bumps in the road on this show. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to them for finally find, you know having a place to call home. Do better. <laughs> the band is lifted. <laughs> the they band can is... come back on the show anytime. Anytime somebody on the show buys them. Right. <laughs> or if somebody, if one of our guest hosts brought them in, we'll drink them again. Yes. yes. But if it's bad, right back in the band band. Which is fine. <laughs> it's very short leash. It's very short fine. leash, yeah. It's probational. <laughs> mm-hmm. For our final story of the evening, which is a double story but I was interested by it because it's sort of like two stories that mirror each other in a way. How uh, so? Well, earlier in the week, there was a little bit of a controversy on Twitters, as there has been sometimes. Um, but Gemma Wilson, who is the comm manager for Firestone Walker, had uh, made some remarks on a uh, John Legend. He, he made a post that he was in Fresno watching his nef- nephew play football. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Gemma Wilson had said, well, that's awesome, but I'm sorry you had to go to Fresno. (laughs) A friendly little poke. Yes, a friendly little poke that, you know, Fresno sucks. Mm. I don't know. I haven't been to Fresno. I have no opinion one way or another. Yeah. All of California sucks. How about that? Take that. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't. Were you a New Mexico man? No, it doesn't, though. (laughs) (laughs) California's pretty cool. Anyway, anyway, uh, yeah, she took this friendly little poke at Fresno, but uh, Fresno apparently has a very brittle nature. <laughs> they don't uh, take their calcium deposits because everybody was up in arms and very mad at her. Oh. Yes. And then it, even though like we know that she's part of the beer Twitterverse, mm-hmm. especially in that West Coast contingent of like don't drink beer and worst beer blog and all that. Right. Uh, you know, a lot of people found out that she was Firestone Walker's communications manager and they started holding Firestone Walker accountable as well. Now, here's a question. Yeah. And, and I already know the answer to this and you already know the answer to this. Right. Was this posted as part of Firestone Walker's social media? No. It was on her personal Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she says that, like, her thoughts are her own and everything like right. that. Right. She is also pretty outspoken about beer, and you know it makes it very known that she is in the beer Twitterverse. Right. Like it's it's not like nobody knows who we work for. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like we can post whatever we want on social media because nobody knows who we work for. Right. Exactly. And I work for myself, so <laughs> you try and tell my boss what's up. <laughs> <laughs> He'll just yell at you. Yeah. But yeah, the, there's articles written in a Fresno paper. I don't, I'm not even going to give them, like, the time of day. Mm. But they're just like, oh, I think I think Firestone Walker all owns us a beer now. And the company that owns Firestone Walker, which is a Duval Morgat, mm-hmm. they, uh, they also own, uh, what's it called? Up in the Thing, in Cooperstown. Oh, uh, Omegon. Yeah, they own them, too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. 
Uh, but yeah, they're like, and then they should just take all that money out of the marketing and communications budget. Oh, good lord! To pay for everybody's beer, it's just like ugh. Or yeah, you or. can take five minutes and completely forget about the whole thing because it doesn't matter. Yeah, or just skip it and just you right. know let it roll off your back. <laughs> but yeah, uh, unfortunately, Firestone Walker kind of was pushed into making some sort of an apology. Interesting. Yeah, and then they offer for for Fresno residents, if you come into the Firestone Walker Brewery, they will give you a brewery tour, and you get samples on that. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, they can't give away free beer, right? But they can give away samples. <laughs> so that that's their kind of olive branch for that i i applaud them for doing that yeah they didn't have to they didn't have to whatsoever get thicker skin it's a matter of you <laughs> <laughs> toughen up a little bit yeah. on the flip side something very similar mm-hmm. happened in our own neck of the woods beautiful pittsburgh pennsylvania yes but this is much more uh it was more directed uh was not a joke yeah and was actually bad business reflection because uh, Shane Lohman, who is a representative for the Steel City Beer Wholesalers in Pittsburgh, and what they do is they bring in outside brands like Single Cut and Prairie and Omnipolo, things that you know, I like. And he put out a tweet that was essentially like, if you bought a ticket to the Big Pour, which is a big event in our area. It is one of the, uh, the original, yeah. I would say. Uh, well, it's been, yeah, it's been around for 13 years, I believe. Yeah. Something like 13, 14 up, mm-hmm. coming up, something like that. It's been around for a while. It's huge. But on top of that, it's also a charity. Yes. So he goes, if you bought a ticket to the Big Poor and don't want to spend your day drinking trash beer like Couch, which is a brewery in Pittsburgh. And a friend of the show. Friend of the show. We've done show with them. <laughs> Go back to episode 114. Uh, you know, and he said, if you don't want to drink trash beer like Couch, then you can come and present your Big Poor ticket at the Fall Festival that is going to feature not pittsburgh beers is yeah. going to feature you know the things that they bring in and they're good beers they are i like prairie and omnipolo and single cut but man did this dude not do <laughs> any favors for anybody <laughs> somebody started asking him for a refund and they said it's a bad look to do this and he said i don't care it's bad beer and as someone who sells great beer i take it personally and it's like what are you talking about right this it, 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 Facebook blew up on him. Mm-hmm. Twitter blew up on him. Worst beer blog got a hold of him. <laughs> Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on top of all that, he doubled down through all of this, saying <laughs> Just like kept hey, swinging, kept swinging. He says, "I apologize if I offended anyone by saying couch is trash beer. It's a strong word, and there's plenty of other really poorly made beer that's going to be at Big Pour." just just widen that swath get everybody in pittsburgh everybody man (laughs) he's just blasting out middle fingers all over uh to help to help you along getting an idea about who this guy is uh he quotes fight club in his twitter profile nice so you know if you're that kind of jerk off you can kind of get an idea of uh you know who he is uh eventually after getting blasted by everybody and 
even uh, one of the breweries that he was promoting for the event, Jester King, mm-hmm. uh, they responded and said, hey, we don't like being used in this way. <laughs> and we support small craft breweries. Right, exactly. They said, we always support local and support small craft. Yeah. We don't appreciate yeah. being a part of this. this. This ain't our fight. Keep us out. Yeah. And everybody else that they represent was you know, notified at some point. Mm-hmm. by you know f- a facebook group <laughs> the the pittsburgh craft beer wild west <laughs> the wild, the wild west, west yeah. yeah the wild west edition <laughs> uh yeah they found their way to notifying everybody in the air uh, on their distributor list mm-hmm. that this guy's an asshole <laughs> <laughs> uh he deleted the majority of his tweets and then put up a video apologizing and the video is like just pointless the because it's done. Yeah, because like it's not. He didn't make a mistake. Yeah, you he know, didn't they, screw up. He went after somebody. Yeah, he went after somebody, then doubled down, then tripled down. <laughs> <laughs> like he didn't learn anything from it other than not to do bad business, and he did bad business. But he like his opinion of local beer doesn't change or anything. You can still guarantee that he's going to shit talk all that beer you know, on the backside. Right. So yeah, it, uh, like yeah, what's the point? <laughs> Nobody who's going to want to work with him. Yeah. So yeah. all he did was make things worse and worse and, and worse, worse for himself. Yeah. But bottom line, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, don't do shouldn't that. Shouldn't have done that. It's okay. It's okay to have opinions, but th- that's the thing. That's the difference between the two stories. Is Gemma was on her personal Twitter, mm-hmm. and she was just making a joke. Yes. For her own personal amusement and you know other people's amusement as well. Mm-hmm. Shane was promoting a business, yes, <laughs> a, a marketing business event that's going on, and, and using breweries that honestly had nothing to do with him. Yeah, and, and knocking them down or using them as props to build himself up. Right, and he further proved that what he was saying wasn't a joke. Right, by doubling down and tripling down right. on it. So, yeah, the, these are the differences in social media and things to think about when you're representing a brand. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. the best thing to say is nothing. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> so lessons learned. Yeah, an interesting thing. Any thoughts, Bubba? Guy sounds like a douche. Okay, good thoughts. Haley, thoughts? <laughs> I have no thoughts. I'm just baffled how he started the one tweet to change his opinion. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to just call out right. couch. You all suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Say was everybody. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, hey, if you're looking at a, you know, a heel master class, yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty strong promo. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's not it's not just that the rock sucks, it's the entire audience sucks too. <laughs> is he going to be at th- on at 3 o'clock on uh, the X? <laughs> oh, good lord. That's a very good point, actually, Bubba. <laughs> Maybe that's his way of drumming up business. He just did it. Really, really bad. It might help ticket sales if he gets on Mark Madden's show. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, things rumors are that ticket sales aren't great for that. And that makes sense because the Big Four is such a giant event Mm -hmm. that everybody goes to. Right. And I've never heard of this event until he's... (laughs) In terms of Pittsburgh craft beer, it's a household name. Yeah. So We don't usually report on social media drama, but I thought that was interesting just because the two two stories kind of mirrored each other in a way. Mm Mm-hmm. So let's get away from social media. Mm-hmm. Let's get back to beer. Yeah. What we're supposed to be talking about on this show. The Allagash River Trip. It was an interesting beer. Yeah. And I say it that way because when I see Belgian, I think of a classic a classic Belgian. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, you know, kinda got that that uh 
It's a Belgian-y taste. You know, kind of bubble, bubble gummy, kind of... not Bubble gummy, estery. Yeah. Yeah. This didn't quite have that. This was much more on the fresh, not quite hoppy, but hop-esque side mm-hmm. of things. I understand what they were going for. It was something that was light and refreshing to go out in the summertime on a river. Right. I get that. I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. I'd, I'd say pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I got some of the Belgian notes, but I also got some of the hoppy things that I just kind of felt more like it was suffering from a dual personality didn't know what it wanted to be right it, it didn't pick a direction right so yeah i don't know i, I didn't completely love it yeah i it was kind of like a mishmash like you guys said and then even for being the river trip and wanting to put this on on a watercraft and in the sun didn't quite uh hit that refreshing button it was a little dry on the back mm-hmm. end yeah, too, yeah where i wouldn't sit in the sun i wouldn't be uh my thirst wouldn't be quenched with this. You're not yearning for that next sip. No. Anything in general with this much of a hoppy flavor is not usually my cup of tea. So I think I'm a little biased, but uh, I just don't. The flavor isn't there for me. That uh, I it's, a, it's okay. You can lean into that bias. I yeah. do it all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's perfectly fine. It, it actually probably helps the audience to know that this is more hoppy than most people would expect. Yes. So, yeah. It's okay to say, mm, not for me, too hoppy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I think that's it for segment one. We'll come back with segment two. Definitely one more accent, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then so you're cut off. Well, we're approaching that three, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned, Hop Nation. Yeah. We'll be right back. The 2019 Tales on the Trails Family Glow Walk. It'll be held Saturday, September 21st from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Brady's Run Park. Come on out, wear your glow-in-the-dark gear, your neon clothes, or any LED lights, and even dress up your pets to come and support the Beaver County Humane Society. There's going to be vendors, there's going to be food trucks, caricatures, and even neon face painting. You can also make your pledges online at beavercountyhumanesociety.org. There will be prizes for the top three fundraisers. Again, it's Saturday, September 21st, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Brady's Run Park. So come out with your family and your pets and have a wonderful night walking the trails. It's episode 124 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and you're back with segment two of Maine. Beers. And Maine in general. It's oh, our okay. Maine episode. Yes. Very piney and yeah. rocky along the shore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody read the Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, no, I just know things. No, I, I'm pretty sure that's like... <laughs> Does it really? Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> that's the, the tagline? Yeah, the Maine Wikipedia is like... <laughs> It talks about the rocky shores. <laughs> so I'm just as smart as Wikipedia. There you go. I feel good about smart. myself. <laughs> uh, yes, we'll be profiling the state and its history with beer in a little bit. But first, we're going to introduce the second beer of the evening from Maine, brought to us by Bailey. And this beer is coming <laughs> to us from the Gary Brewing Company. It's the Pick Me Blueberry Lager. Yeah, that's a good name. Yeah. <laughs> that is honestly that's a really good name. Yeah. Pick me. That's the other thing uh, uh including its rocky shores it also has blueberries. Mm-hmm. Blueberries. Lots of blueberries. And this one has a lots in it. It is a 4.8% lager with 15 IBUs. It is brewed with fresh Maine wild blueberries according to the can. So help me if this tastes like wild blue. There's a chance it does. Speaking of wild blueberries, we had donuts that were made from 
blueberries in Maine, and they were a potato awesome. donut. It a, yeah, it was a potato donut made oh. with blueberries. Maine blueberries. It was incredible. What? Okay. What the hell is a a potato donut? They use like a potato flour instead oh, of to okay. make it uh, uh gluten free. It tastes a lot alike. I mean, oh, okay. It's really hard it's to how tell. You the get difference. them complex starches. Oh, okay. It's a little more dense than your that you really. Less oily, uh, I didn't think. do good yeah. in school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get, go away. Go away. <laughs> I can't. I got to operate the laptop. I got that. I can confirm that main blueberries are pretty awesome. Yes. Can confirm on the blueberry front. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see if we can confirm or deny whether or not this is a good beer <laughs> with its tiny blue miracles. Tiny blue miracles. Also on the can. <laughs> oh, I thought you just made that up. No. Ooh. I'm not even close to it, and I, I get a whiff of that. Yeah, just coming right out. It's all blueberry. It's got a, it's got an interesting color too, because it is bluish, and it's also very clear. You can see all the way through. Yeah, it's got that bluish red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's bluish red, but it's also like it's it's got great clarity to it. Yeah, it smells like a blueberry. It smells like that donut we ate. Hopefully, there's no potato in this. Oh, I love potatoes. It's actually, it's actually vodka beer. Oh, vodka. This is going to be a rough morning tomorrow. Vodka beer? Vodka beer. Vodka? Patent pending. Hop Nation exclusive. This smells really, really good. That's all I had to say about that. Okay. <laughs> kind of one last thing to do. It's rid of the hop flavor. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. It does. And it is. This is a good beer. I really like this beer. Well, it doesn't taste like wild blue. Yes. On a scale of... One to eight thousand. That wild blue goes with the blueberry. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, you you can definitely tell it's like fresh and wild. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have the uh, I don't know over sugariness of it. It doesn't have like a fake blueberry taste to it. Yeah, honestly, it tastes like drinking the juice out of uh, like if you ever had like a bag of mashed blueberries mm-hmm. from the freezer, and then there's always that juice. You drink that juice. <laughs> okay, I never have, but I know what you're talking about. That's what this is. <laughs> I have gross habits. Leave me alone. <laughs> and I wouldn't let the lager, the name, like the, the style of the beer, shy you away, because I don't like lagers traditionally. It's not one of the beers I go to, but I actually really enjoy this beer. Mm-hmm. There's a lager for everybody. Probably, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say there's at least a couple for me. Yes, see? Yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm with Haley on I don't particularly chase loggers, but hey, this one's good. Mm-hmm. I'm a logger fan. I know. I, I've seen your beer fridge full of yinglings. Yeah. Chock full. Full of dinglings. Got him. Take that. Yeah. Yang you know gang. you're a leader of the Yang Gang. <laughs> Yang Gang. I'm trying to think of that stupid song my parents used to play, My Dingling by Chuck Berry, I think. Not Chuck Berry. That was definitely Chuck, not Chuck Berry. It definitely it was, was Chuck, Chuck Berry? Berry. That was like his only number, or I think it was his only top 10 hit. Really? Huh. Yeah. Okay. 1972. Okay. I think. How do you hey, know y'all. all these facts? I don't know. Because he's old. Adam's smarter than Wikipedia. <laughs> Were you not here for the start of the segment? <laughs> I read Rolling Stone like one time. Junior over here. <laughs> 
Adam is essentially he he's a computer that was built in the 1970s. <laughs> Wait a minute, you were not nearly that. But old. he was he was never connected to the internet, so his software never updated. So like all his references stop at a certain point. And I run on Fortran. That too. See, there's another one. <laughs> he's got about five <laughs> megabytes of RAM. Yeah, nobody no, nobody knows, but he has just basically cassette tapes that he changes in and out. <laughs> so basically, Teddy Bruxpin. Where do you, where do those or a ca- Commodore 64, <laughs> one or the other. Where do those cassette tapes go and come out of? You oh, I don't, <laughs> don't want to know. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't even know that. <laughs> don't lift up my shirt. <laughs> that's, a, that's better, I guess. Stop, I'm shy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along, because I don't want to talk about me anymore. Okay. You Let's want to talk, talk about Maine? And their beers. And their beers? Yes, please. Okay. Well, according to the Brewers Association, Maine is home to 119 breweries as of 2018. Could be a little more, could be a little less. I like to think it's more. Yeah, probably more. Well, more optimist <laughs> on this show. Yeah, well, I mean, more often than not, it, I, I haven't heard a downtrend in opening yet. No. Uh, they, it makes them, though, the 18th largest state as far as breweries going. Mm-hmm. And they produce around 357,000 barrels a year. That's a lot. That's a lot, but then again, remember that Goose Island does 500,000. Yeah, but that's a Goose Island. Right, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> it, gives you, it, <laughs> it, gives, it gives you numbers. Yeah, gives you a reference point. <laughs> uh, if you're going to talk about the history of Maine beer, uh, essentially you also have to talk about Massachusetts. Because Maine was part of Massachusetts until 1820. Yeah. 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 So yeah, the, everything that was early for them is early for Massachusetts as well. 1637, Robert Sedgwick is the first one to open a brewery. 17 years after the Mayflower. Huh. Yeah. It only took that long to get a brewery <laughs> up and running. <laughs> they were thirsty. Yes. It was a long trip. <laughs> long trip. We want a drink. They ran out of rum. But why is the rum gone? Uh, actually, they started really heavy with the rum eventually. <laughs> rum became their big, uh, their, their big go-to. It's, yeah. Beer was never like their big thing. Rum was their big... Because that's problem. where they, they had a lot of rum runners up there, yeah, especially have, during Prohibition. Yes. I believe that's how the Kennedys made their money. Uh, yeah, I'll probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, by 1850, they had 600 bars. Oh. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. <laughs> pretty good for their size. And uh, in Bangor, Maine, they had a little area that they had so many bars, they called it the Devil's Half Acre. <laughs> don't go down that road <laughs> especially with your rav4 <laughs> no that's a different accent <laughs> just keep going just saying that's a different one they're starting I to up. run together <laughs> they are that's, that's where you get your half <laughs> yes no the wisconsin one it's a bit of a sing-song don't you know <laughs> it's completely different you should have taken the over should have taken, taken the over <laughs> Uh, but yes, we're talking a little bit about Prohibition, and that's because Prohibition was basically fathered in Maine. Really? Uh, yeah. I always assumed it was a southern taste state, like Mississippi or Indiana, which is the south of the north. You'd think, but you'd be wrong. Huh. <laughs> no, it was actually fathered by Neil Dow, who was a Quaker, born in 1804. Mm. Yeah, Quakers, fun people. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> They're a hoot. They're a hoot. <laughs> the prevalence of rum was turned him off, and he thought it was destroying the community. 
mm. bringing disrepair to the houses and the families of Maine. Oh. So, 1827, he founds the Maine Temperance Society. He lived in a society. <laughs> <laughs> he was the society. He was the society. Uh, he was popular enough, though, that by 1850, he was elected mayor of Portland. Maine. Yes. Okay, good. Not Seattle. <laughs> Seattle. Whatever. Oregon. 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 There you go. Portland, <laughs> Seattle. It all runs together. Seattle. New Hampshire. <laughs> don't say that to soccer fans. They won't like you one bit. I don't care. It all runs together for me. Is it not? If it's not Pittsburgh <laughs> or New Orleans, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I got two cities I care about. <laughs> That's nice. The rest of you can kick rocks. <laughs> 1850, he becomes mayor. And on June 2nd, 1851, he bans the sale and production of alcohol. In all of Portland? Uh, all of Maine. All of Maine. Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he lobbies for it in the Congress, and then they just ban it. I was going to yeah. say, how does, a, how does the mayor of Portland... Yeah, he lobbied for it. Yeah, he yeah, did. He, <laughs> he's got a lot of pull. <laughs> yeah. yeah but, but you also have to consider, back then, that you had, like, three big cities, maybe, and there's probably... 25 people? I don't know, more or less. <laughs> In all of Maine? In all of Maine, yeah. 25 folks. <laughs> right. It's, it's the 1800s. It's way before the population you boom. Have to convince 13. <laughs> right. You got the Hoopers, you got the Cunninghams, and right. you got the Smiths. <laughs> I got to go down to the Hoopers and get my, uh, you know, signature on the uh, on the petition. <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> I know that Josiah Hooper, he'll be in for it. <laughs> Yeah, so all of alcohol is banned with the exception of medicinal usage. Ah, okay. They, they could still produce rum and booze and hooch to use for medicinal purposes. That sounds not unlike right now. Mm -hmm. Right, you think? <laughs> mm -hmm. It's almost like we're reliving history. Wow. <laughs> because, again, when you ban something, then you get a bunch of bootleggers and rum runners. Mm, yep. Like Adam was mentioning. <laughs> It's almost like things that you see in the cartel have already happened yes. in the colonies. Wow. This is not new. Yeah. It's crazy. Fucking madness. <laughs> uh, this led, though, to the 1855 rum riots. Because it was found out that Dow was storing a bunch of booze in a public house. Mm. And he had not uh, put an elected official or anything in charge of it oh so it was just sitting there yeah so it was just a bunch of booze sitting around and the people began to think that he was going to sell it on his own and make a profit aha uh -huh. yeah <laughs> and so there were riots about it <laughs> people were hurt and things were threatened to be dumped i assume you're not talking about grain carts no okay but maybe maybe they maybe right riding's riding man you just knock everything over smash and grab baby smash That's and right. grab you can find a lot of information, though, about uh, these 1800 pre-prohibition breweries. Okay. Uh, being that they took on prohibition in 1851, that's pretty early. Yeah, that's so way they, before it kicked in nationally. Yeah. The, you don't get the same kind of history of a lot of people, like especially the German immigrants, mm -hmm. starting up breweries and things like that. Uh, what you do find is you find history of breweries that opened that were selling to other states. And that's why that it was a loophole. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, if you go on the main beer project, mm -hmm. it, there's a lot of cataloging of, like, these old 1800 breweries and things like that. Okay. Yeah, family breweries, you know, things that we've talked about before. You, 
uh, the one thing I was kind of noticing is you don't also see a lot of the German immigrant influence. They went further south. Right. Yeah, they were all through the Rust Belt, and, and they went to Cincinnati and Kentucky. Yes. What you find more often is that a lot of these breweries in Maine were run by Irishmen. Okay. Yeah. The Irish. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have a response to that. I don't know. It's this fact. <laughs> just fact. Just the Irish. <laughs> just like putting a stink on it. Though. Don't lean into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I like that at all. Uh, two of the breweries that were opening up after Prohibition was already passed were the uh, Forest City Brewery that was opened by John Bradley and James and Patrick McGlinchey. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the, uh, the McGlinchey Brothers. They they went on to open Casco Brewery. Okay. And that was 1858 and 1860, respectively. Hmm. And both of them were breweries that sold outside of the state. So they're technically big. But okay. <laughs> are, are, are they... They're not currently running today, are no, they? Ne, okay. ne, no, neither of them are open. Pretty much, I mean, at, once federal prohibition was passed... That shut them down. Everything was gone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything was shut down. Uh, they just were able to hold on for like a couple years. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but it it still fell out of favor, and they're also getting hassled by the cops. Mm-hmm. You know, all the time. Cops can't. You know, <laughs> cops can't just be cool. Being nosy Nellies. <laughs> yeah, putting their nose in everything. <laughs> like the law. Yeah. <laughs> Mind your business. <laughs> so yeah, prohibition pass. No booze except for rum runners. Mm-hmm. Kennedys get rich. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> uh, Maine waits an entire year before they uh, allow beer back into the state after prohibition is lifted, so they don't really get beer you know, and booze back till July 1st, 1934. Yeah. <laughs> that is ridiculous. It is. It is ridiculous. Uh, even then, beer doesn't really take off or anything, and it's not until 1983 that you have the first uh, brewery that gets incorporated in the New England area. Mm-hmm. And that is Gay's. What we're drinking right now. Yes. Yes, Gay's is the first brewery in New England. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you down to sleep? <laughs> I think he's going to blow right past the three and a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're lucky we made it out of the Irish segment without I, me. <laughs> I, yes, that is correct. Doesn't mean you're not going to go back into it. Mm-hmm. Could be. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> uh, 1986 is when they officially open, David and Karen Gary, and they uh, open alongside Alan Pugsley, who would later t- go on to be the master brewer for Shipyard. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then, you know, that's when we kind of move into the 1990s. And we move into today times, where the internet is a thing. And the iPhone. <laughs> and the Tesla. Well, I was going to say you could mention in the 90s that Shipyard, Allagash, and Sea Dog all opened. Nah. <laughs> okay. Nah. nah, that's fine. No. Uh, I will jump into uh, 2017, as a matter of fact, just to give you a little bit of numbers of today's impact on Maine beer. But in 2017, they actually had an economic impact of $260 million on the state to the good. Oh, okay. To the good. Just <laughs> throwing that out there. They weren't... Not riots. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they earned the state $260 million. They've been poisoning all lobster crop. <laughs> <laughs> they keep feeding the lobsters all these malts. Yes. They get sick. 
You had mentioned Shipyard earlier. They are the largest brewery in Maine. Okay. They are actually the fourth largest in all of New England. Behind, of course, Boston Beer, that's Sam Adams, Harpoon, and Magic Hat. Oh. Yes. Uh, in 2017, they had over 109,000 barrels worth of production. Shipyard did. Shipyard did, yes. Cool. Yes. Shipyard is a smaller entity of another brewery, and I, I should know this. I read it. So, Shipyard <laughs> <laughs> is actually, they actually work in conjunction with Sea Dog and one other brewery that I cannot remember at this time. They're kind of a, uh, sort of like what ABV has with uh, mm-hmm. Southern Tier, Six Point, and Victory. I, I believe they have a similar setup going there. You know, they're, they're all in cahoots. Helping Hans. Yes. Yes. Wait, are they out of Philly? Philly, that's where you go. You get your water ice. Yes. Water ice. Get your water, water ice. <laughs> get your water ice. Go get a haggy. Moving on. Shaggy. <laughs> get on the Amtrak, take, take the train down to the Rehoboth. In terms of prestige. Let's get a dogfish head. Maine actually has uh, a little bit of uh, credibility as well. They were able to bring home some... Uh, some hardware for the 2018 Great American Beer Fest. Allagash brought home some uh, some hardware for their Allagash White and Belgian category. In addition to that, Allagash, their uh, their co-founder Rob Todd was a 2019 James Beard Award winner. Oh, yes, good for him. That's kind of the uh, the Grammys of food and drink. Yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. It's actually kind of a big deal. He is the third brewer in history to take home the award. Oh. Yes. Do you know who the other two were? Nope. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll find it out Let's in the trivia quiz. In. Probably not. <laughs> There's still time. <laughs> I'm out of questions really fast in this segment. <laughs> Go with Sam Calazone and Charlie Papazian. How about that? Uh, okay. <laughs> this is all wrong information. Yeah. I'm just yelling names. <laughs> D.G. Yingling. <laughs> Dick Yingling. <laughs> yes, the fourth. Uh, you had mentioned in 2019, uh, we're looking about 120 breweries in the beautiful state of Maine. One of the, uh, the ways that um, Maine is trying to promote uh, craft beer is they have the Maine Beer Box. Okay. Yes, this is uh, part of the, uh, the Maine Brewers Guild. This was a partnership with Imskip, which is an uh, Icelandic shipping company. Their North American headquarters are in Maine. Makes sense. It's pretty close. You know, just a couple of Relatively, times. Relatively, yeah. Yeah, comparatively <laughs> to, you know, Florida. Alba- Albuquerque. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> it makes a lot more sense. So what it is, is it is a 40-foot refrigerated shipping container. Okay. With 78 taps. Yeah. Fully... Fully vetted out. It's somewhat similar to what uh, Voodoo has done with their pop-up brewery, mm-hmm. except this one is not cut out and placed uh, semi-permanently. This one is fully shippable. And dropped by helicopter. It's a shipping company <laughs> <laughs> that they're partnered with. An airship. It's a, that's yeah, right. A dirigible. Airship with a rotor. What they will do is this is part of their their means of international uh, promotion. Okay. What they'll do is they will load up the box with beer from Maine, be able to set up all 78 taps, and they'll ship it over to another country. Take to, that country. To another, to an international beer festival. Uh-huh. They'll open it up. They'll empty out all the kegs to all the participants, get rid of the kegs, load up kegs from the country that they are at, oh. bring them back. 
And once a year, they will have an international beer festival surrounded around this uh, this beer box. That makes sense that Iceland would be behind this. Yeah. It's a very Viking mentality. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we're going we're gonna to invade, dump our loads, and then take all your stuff. Mm-hmm. But during the uh, the International Beer Fest that they have in Maine, they will invite all the brewers back to Maine to dispense their wares and enjoy. Uh, their next event is actually going to be in Nova Scotia. So, you know, just up the St. Lawrence a little bit. Up there? Mm-hmm. Nova Scotia? Oh, damn it. <laughs> That's like uh, so much. Yeah, you, you know what they're going to do with that box there? What? what are they going to do with that box? You don't think they're not going to send it? They're just going to send it. <laughs> gonna send it <laughs> i actually just watched that video earlier this week <laughs> you don't again. think i'm not gonna send it i'm just gonna send it again uh also what they do once a year is they have a newcomers brew fest mm-hmm. where all the new breweries that open up in maine within the last year are invited so everybody can see what they're bringing to the table cool is it just the last year or is it the two-year mark i believe it is within the last year so you go. There's a uh, some some quick information on beer in Maine. Lots of history. There you go. And a little bit of today. You go up there. You go. You get some of those gays. You have some of the blueberry pick me lager. That's a good beer. Yeah. You have yourself a lobster roll and you have yourself a blueberry donut with potato made from the potato stock. Potato man. Oh, you <laughs> want to go into the potato? <laughs> Bloody hell! What took you so long? <laughs> That's a Simpsons reference. That was for me. <laughs> for him. <laughs> I felt good about it. <laughs> At least somebody did. That's right. It's a show for one. <laughs> you can come along if you want. Yes. The Geary Brewing Company. Pick me. Oh. I really like this beer. Oh. I think I have a hunch we're all in agreement here. Haley, thoughts? Yes, I love it. I think it's it's great. I, it's a nice, easy drinker. I enjoy it a bunch. I would, I'm pretty sure Sea Dog also does a blueberry beer. That I enjoy as well. They but do, I haven't had it in a while. Uh, Atlantic Brewing Company does one as well that I really like. Mm-hmm. Also, I like Fatheads. Yes, they're Bumblebee. Fatheads is, fat is not Maine. Atlantic and Sea Dog. <laughs> That's why we're okay, talking well, about I'm going with the blueberry beer. <laughs> I'm saying there's a lot of good blueberry beers that come out of Maine because they have the good blueberry crops. It would make a lot of sense that most Maine breweries have a blueberry beer mm-hmm. if, they're, uh, if they're true to their roots. Right. Yeah. So I, I I just would be interested to, like, test the other ones because I haven't had Atlantic or Sea Dog in a while. So time to go back. Yeah, find them again. I'm gonna try them against this one. Okay. Yeah, this one's donut. good. And a donut, a potato donut. Hey, you want a potato donut or you want a potato donut? <laughs> I want to take a break. So let's <laughs> do that. We'll be back for segment three. Oh yeah. First Sip Brewbox is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brewbox have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Dot com. It's episode 124 of the Hop Nation USA podcast, and we're back with segment three of our main episode. I have no joke. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I have no joke. These are only facts. Yes. <laughs> uh, that means we have one more beer to drink from the great state of Maine, and I'm going to let Haley introduce it. All right. So this beer is from Brack. 
Baxter Brewing Company. It's the Go For It, and it's a triple IPA. Damn it. I know, right? Not, Hooray! Not <laughs> this beer is triple dry hopped with Simcoe, Vic Secret, and mm, help me out, guys. Equinaut? Equinaut. I get it. <laughs> Hops. Uh, it's 8.8 ABV, and it's probably going to be pretty hoppy. Oh, sounds like that is uh, Steve's. I mean, it's beer te- du jour. Yeah, yes, it's technically in my warehouse. Yes, it's technically in my wheelhouse, but it said it's only eight point eight percent as a triple IPA. Yeah, not quite up there high enough. It's not high enough. I'm sorry. You gotta go ten and above. Do you want me to write a letter to my senator? No, I want you to do a podcast about it and tell them, <laughs> let them know you got to go 10 or above to be a triple. Well, okay, all right. Mission accomplished. Dems, the, did rules. That. Dems the rules. I don't accept it. We're nationally known. <laughs> we went on a nationally known podcast and let them know. Internationally known. Internationally known. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. <laughs> we, are the, we are 945 on the German podcast charts. <laughs> Wait, really? We actually charted over there? Yeah. Nice. The chart goes up to a thousand, though. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> <That's> all... <laughs> but it's in German, so <laughs> it's in Germany. So yeah. we're you know we're nine hundred forty-five on the Germany food charts. Yes. For an English-speaking American-based podcast. Right. I'm that's, okay with that. I feel pretty bad. good. We're like a travel guide. It's pretty okay. We're like Anthony Bourdain, but without. You know, but we stay they know here. How. <laughs> they stay. We stay here, and they listen to us. We hang out a little less than him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh God, it smells so happy. So looking at the beer, it kind of looks like cheap orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, it looks. It looks like it is from concentrate. Right. Yeah. It, it looks like that really watered down orange juice you get. Like not like the. Tang. Not, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's actually just orange drink, like not juice. Tang. I, I like tang. <laughs> they sneak that in there on the label. All right, price is right. <laughs> it's a, it's it's a carbonated tampico, just a step above. Cost a dollar twenty five. Hey, you don't steal that. That's my bet. <laughs> Smelling it though, you get a lot of hop. A lot you, of hops. Yes. You do, but there is a bit of a fruit going on there as well. Yeah, yeah. all I can smell is hops. There is the tinge of citrus, but it is it is. A little hard to find. You gotta go digging for the tinge. Yeah, I get it. Mm-hmm. I, I I smell it. I enjoy it. Okay, it's there for me. Yes, because it's not for me. I know. <laughs> well, at least the can looks nice. Very it's true. Got that going for it. I do like the can art they have on there. It's a gopher. It's a gopher. That's why it's called gopher. It. Oh yeah. Oh, the faces. <laughs> so so Haley's not a fan. I'm picking oh, come up on, on. Tell me you are on those subtleties. Uh, you know what? Don't even. It's not terrible. That's high praise. Agreed. Agreed. I think it's uh, I think it's pretty tasty actually. Yeah. It's uh definitely a 180 from the last beer and um, a little less of the soft flavors and it just come it kind of comes at you with the the hops and it the citrus. It tastes like it smells just in your face. Yeah, it is pretty in your face, but I dig it. <laughs> okay. So, I, like I said, we're split two and two. Yeah, it's definitely a two and two, I believe. This is, uh, it, it, it has a lot of hop punch up front, and then it does tail off with a bit of resinousness to it. But it does tail off. Yeah, it does tail off. It, it doesn't stick around fully. Mm-hmm. And 
honestly, I find this a bit more refreshing than the Allagash. So, honestly, so do I. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I disagree. I think that resinous kind of keeps that that flavor around once you right keeps you wanting to go back for another uh, another swig. And it doesn't it doesn't finish as dry. It does mm-hmm. not as that as the Allagash session. Did, it it so. has a bit of a a juicy, uh, you know, flair to juicy it. Juicy smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> why is that not a beer yet how long who's waiting around you can't beat that beer oh. <laughs> that's good it's good yeah what's a good one all right bubba all right adam it's bubba's got jokes I, now bubba's got trivia yeah now you have to actually work a little bit of trivia for you guys okay what are we talking about we are doing some main trivia uh and so this will go by the standard trivia rules. Three points for. That's not standard at all. <laughs> nope, you already dinked it up. Rules. What is it? You Two see points? what happens? This is the second time I've turned a trivia quiz over to the co hosts. <laughs> and this is what happens. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we won't talk about how long you guys waited for these god awful questions, but we're here. Standard trivia rules goes that if you can guess the answer to the question, it's two points. But if you wait, you can get it in multiple choice, and then it'll get you one point. We'll go around the table twice, and then at the end, there will be a seventh tiebreaker question. I got you there, Bubba. <laughs> Thank you. Bring in the professionals. Bring in the closer. <laughs> so who are we going to have start this uh, trivia round? That's up to you. You're the ringmaster yeah. right now. You're running the show. Let's uh, go to my left here to Adam first. Okay. And what star appears on the main flag? What star appears on the main flag? What star appears on the main flag? I'm going to say the North Star. The North Star. And that's two points for Adam. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Five stars on there that are well known. Right. Yeah, you're not going to say Southern Cross. Like, no, because that's, that's, that's a constellation. So, like, mm-hmm. And you're not going to go with the Big Dipper because that's Alaska. It's also not one star. Well, it's part of it. I mean, they got stars on there. Yeah. Hmm? It's a thing. Yeah, nobody knows one right, star. give me an easy one. Yeah. Could have said Miley Cyrus, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's a star on a flag. It's, <laughs> it's an odd state flag. I mean, Chicago's got what? Three three stars? Four. Four stars? Six points? DC has three stars. I'm done. You know your flags. Vexillology. <laughs> you know the name for flag study? <laughs> you don't? Nerd. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't have gave me that one. Well, I'm learning that now. <laughs> Nerd. Anyway. Moving on, we'll uh, move to Haley, going around the table. Maine was what number state to join the Union? I didn't want to give this one to Adam because I figured this was a layup for him. He could definitely get it on the multiple. Yeah, yeah, that's easy. All right, let's go multiple. Multiple choice would be the 28th, the 23rd, the 13th, or the 44th. 41st. Can you read the first two options again? (laughs) 28th. And 23rd. I will go 23rd. And you are correct. Oh, Steve, you got your work cut out for you. Yeah. I think it's been proven I'm much better uh, making these quizzes than taking them. (laughs) So, whatevs. All right, Steve. Bring it on. What is the name of Portland's ECHL hockey team? (laughs) What? I'm going to need some, uh, you know, choices on that one. Are they the Icemen, the Growlers, the Mariners... Or the Admirals? I'm going to go with the Growlers. You would be wrong. Oh. Mm. That is a good name, though. It is. 
They're from Newfoundland. Oh. Did you know that the ECHL uh, team for Orlando is the Solar Bears? Yes, I did. I actually knew that one. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys ever see a Solar Bear? No. They're pretty cool. <laughs> no? There's like a video of them like playing with a balloon on the internet. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> just, Google, just Google Solar Bear Balloon. It's a good video. Okay. Wholesome? Yeah. All right. Sweet. Wholesome shit. <laughs> Are you going to give us the answer? Or do I get to go? Adam gets to go. Yes. Adam gets to steal for one point. But he's already got... No, he should get half a point because he's already got it narrowed down to three. Haley doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the support. <laughs> so, yes, I'll take half a point as long as you're willing to round up. <laughs> I'll round up. All right. What were, what were the remaining options? The again? remaining options are the Icemen, mm-hmm. the Mariners, mm-hmm. and the Admirals. I'm, okay, it's not the Admirals. I know that. I'll go Iceman. That sounds ECHLE. You would be incorrect. Ooh. And Haley is licking her chops <laughs> for 0.25 points. She can steal, and we will round up to 0.3. What were the last two? Is it the Admirals really or the Mariners? I really don't know this one, but I'm going to say the Mariners. You are correct. I guess. Congratulations. <laughs> you narrowed it down. <laughs> Well, yeah, she had it narrowed down for you already because you said that it wasn't Admirals. Right, because I think that's Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah. If I remember be, my to NHL. To be fair, I was going to say Mariners whenever you had it. That's fine. Fair, fair. That's fine. That was my thought. All right, so after round one. After round one, Adam has two points, Haley has two points, and I have a goose egg. Big old bagel. And this goes back to Adam. I wish I had a bagel. Yeah, a good one. Go ahead. Are you ready? <laughs> sure. What treat was invented in Maine? What treat? What treat? You're going to kind of need... I have an idea, but I'm going to need the options anyway. Okay, okay. Twinkies? Mm-hmm. Popsicles? Mm-hmm. Lobster rolls? Mm-hmm. Or donut holes? Hmm. So lobster rolls seems a little too easy. And that's not necessarily a treat, although it could be, but it's not. I'm going to go donut holes. Is that your final answer? Sure. You are correct. Yeah, buddy. My original thought was going to be moon pies. Moon pies? Moon, moon pies. pies, but that didn't show up, so. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously Moon not. pie is a southern thing for sure. I love moon pies. That's a southern thing. That's <laughs> okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. It just is. <laughs> so, fun fact about donuts. Mm-hmm. The first donuts in America did not have holes. They were in- introduced by a Dutchman who fried dough in hot oil, but they often cooked unevenly. So, a man named Captain Hanson Gregory from Rockport, Maine, came up with a solution of punching the hole in donuts, hmm. thus creating donut holes in 1847. Okay. The Frying Dutchman. No. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Moving on to Haley. What does Maine produce in a higher amount by weight? What is? <laughs> Go ahead, guess. See if you can get it. <laughs> yes. Give Fat me loves. some options there. Blueberries, <sighs> lobster, beer, or maple syrup. Is lobster even a fair question? Because it comes out of the sea. Well, you don't weigh the water in it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What were the options? Blueberries, lobsters, and what? Blueberries, lobsters, beer, and maple syrup. I'm gonna go blueberries. You're gonna go blueberries. You would be incorrect. Tell me it's lobster out of the sea. Let me clarify on the question a little bit more. Oh, wait. Is this... I lied. (laughs) You said blueberry. (laughs) You asshole. (laughs) 
Way to go, Quizmaster. <laughs> I I read my you answer wrong. You me I was wrong so bad. I know. I was excited. <laughs> this is going to be an awkward ride you home, I can tell. Correct. <laughs> the answer is blueberry. Maine produces about 101.6 million pounds of blueberries per year. Yeah. They produce 40 million pounds of lobster. They produce 82.5 million pounds of beer. And a mere 4.95 million pounds of maple syrup. I don't think anybody thought maple syrup. No, no that's that's a Vermont thing. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I needed a fourth option. <laughs> Hell, if I were you, I'd get that Bubba fixed. <laughs> fixed Bubba don't run around. <laughs> what? Pet cemetery, yo. All right. Who wants a pet cemetery question? Yeah, do it. <laughs> I don't like how this this one's worded. <laughs> as, as, you wrote it. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. In your baking cabinet, what item is produced by Maine for the bulk that's used the most in the United States? I don't know. Maine produces 90% of this item for the United States. Okay. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> most of the country relies on Maine for this. For this yeah. item. Okay. Oh, what are the choices? Cupcake liners, <laughs> toothpicks, baking powder, and Crisco. Fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna go toothpicks. You would be correct. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's a, it's a lot of yeah. timber industry. Crisco is yeah. from lard, and why would they have so much? Right. Right. That's what you got to go find pigs for that. Toothpicks, yeah. yeah right. I thought it was kind of neat. They, fine they, quiz, they, they produce, here, Maine produces 90% of the United States toothpick usage. There you go. Neat. It's a fun, it's a fun fact. It is a fun fact. <laughs> uh, right, through two rounds, Adam has three, Haley has three, and I have one. And Bubba has nothing. <laughs> Bubba is never making a quiz for this show again. Bubba has a good lesson that he learned today. <laughs> Are you guys ready for the final question? For the final question. Sure. <laughs> How many breweries are in Portland, Maine? Mm. Within the city, city limits? Yes. I'll guess 16. Okay. In Portland? In Portland, Maine. 24. Okay. Eight. 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 There are 18 breweries in Portland, Maine. Adam is the winner. Hooray! Feels, I guess so. <laughs> I never win these. I know. You win when I when I'm on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Bubba, you want to come back next week? <laughs> Do I have to make the questions? Yeah, that's the <laughs> point. That's the hell point. out of here. <laughs> or I'll make the questions and then you can just read them off. <laughs> oh, sure. You're <laughs> gonna win worse. anyway. That's even worse. <laughs> Not for me. So with uh, the winning number of points, Adam has four. Woo-hoo. We didn't really define what the last question was worth, so no. I'll say it's one. You got four points. Okay. Haley has three, and I have one. And Bubba has nothing. The end of the quiz. Nothing but a lesson. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's all she wrote. Bubba learned a lot about doing the hard work for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta draw the rest of the owl. <laughs> well, then, with that, we can come back to the go for it. And Bubba certainly went for it with his quiz. <laughs> Gotta he tried. Oh, sure. He tried his best. But, uh, yeah, we're we're enjoying the Go For It by Baxter. I like this beer. It's pretty good. I still don't know that I'm going to call it a tipper, though. 
You don't think it was uh, robust enough? No. It's got to be much bigger. But it's in line with, like, I can see why they would call it more than a Dippa. But, uh, yeah, it's pretty good. You can't really call it a two and a half Dippa. Right, yeah, you can't. So, two, yeah. <laughs> you can't do Nazis. Yeah. You kind of, you got to go one way or another. Yeah. I would say booze it up a little bit more. Otherwise, yeah, it's good beer. A lot of fresh flavors on it. Mm-hmm. I think it's time. We go to the podium. Go podium? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Would you like to go first, Steve? Yeah, I'll go first. Then you go first, Steve. It's pretty easy for me. Okay. Uh, bronze, I'm going to give to the Allagash River Trip. It's a okay beer. Uh, we already mentioned how it seems to have like an identity crisis issue, and it's a little too hoppy and not refreshing enough, especially for if you want to be a River Trip beer. I don't know. It wasn't for me, but maybe it's for the people in Maine. Uh, <laughs> maybe? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't, it wasn't for me, though. I didn't totally love it, but I, I can see the good points in it. it. It did have a good kind of Belgian profile to it, but it also had some hoppy flavors to it. It wasn't just flat. <laughs> Nothing. <Right. laughs> but, yeah, it, overall, it just wasn't for me. Silver, I'm going to give to the Geary's Pick Me Blueberry Lager. It's a really good blueberry lager. I mean, it's I, I don't love lagers, but hey, if you put enough other flavors into it, <laughs> I can be tricked. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, it's a really good beer. It's easy drinking. It's more refreshing than the River Trip. It's uh, not overly sweet, so you can definitely drink a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And it has that fresh wild blueberry flavor. So yeah, good on them for that one. And the third one, the gold is going to go to the go for it it's really good i don't want to call it a triple i don't want to call it a tippa but it's still a really good beer it's really flavorful but it's smooth it's refreshing it's got a nice aroma to it there's a lot going on for it and i i would compare it to i mean taste wise it's pretty close to the uh shoe brew uh dizzy whoosh and the dancing gnome Paper Scissors, I believe it is. That was the uh, their triple. Okay. Taste-wise, it's comparable. Mm-hmm. Just not booze-wise. Right. That's my rankings for the week. Good good beers from Maine. Mm-hmm. Would try more. Yeah, definitely. Go ahead, Bubba. What you got? All right. What's your deal? So I'm going to start off with the Allagash in bronze position. Uh, it just it wasn't refreshing enough for being the river trip. Um, I guess maybe because it's not as hot in Maine. Usually, that's actually a very good point. Uh, not like we're in the balmy South here in uh, southwestern Pennsylvania, <laughs> but uh, maybe that that was a little more by design for the area. But yet, yeah, it just didn't come in. It didn't have that refreshing bite. Um, but it did have some good citrus notes. Second place, even though I am a big IPA fan, I am going to put the Baxter Go for it in silver position. Not a knock on the uh, Go for it. It was a good beer. It had a lot of that citrus. It had had a lot of uh, refreshing flavors, but it just happened to get beat out by the Pick Me Blueberry by Geary Brewing. Uh, I like lagers. I like the maltiness of lagers. Mm -hmm. And with the the refreshing taste of the fresh blueberries where they weren't overly sweet, uh, I really like that beer. I could drink a lot more of those. (laughs) Road trip. Yeah. Take a road trip. I'm going to fly. Oh, okay. That's too far for me to drive at this point. 
Haley, what were your thoughts on uh, this episode's beers? I'm going to change up third place and put the go for it in third place. Um, it was just too bold and too hoppy for me, but I can see where somebody like Steve who enjoys IPAs and hops would enjoy it. Um, but that one's not for me, although the can is cool. It has that going for it. <laughs> uh, and silver, I would put the Allagash River Trip. Um, I didn't hate it, but I disliked the hops. I kind of like the the lack of in-your-face flavor that it had, but I don't like the, the hop. So if they just took a little hop out of it, I think I actually would like that beer. Um, and gold, I agree with Bubba for once. <laughs> the pick me blueberry lager it's delicious um i love blueberries to start with but this beer is in general very good um even though i don't like lagers for the most part this one it didn't taste like a lager to me it's delicious right on. for me i have to agree with uh steve and bubba on putting the allagash river trip in the bronze medal position and i'm going to agree with steve a little bit further where it seems like it kind of has a bit of an identity crisis it wants to do a couple of things at once but it really doesn't do either one i kind of equate it to a sour ipa I, those are two camps that probably shouldn't be put together <laughs> similar to <laughs> in your eyes <laughs> in my eyes yes uh, I would say the same thing with hops and Belgians. Uh, it, mm, it was too hoppy for a Belgian, but too Belgiany for a, a pale ale. It, it just didn't. It didn't hit that note of refreshingness that I would expect for a River Trip beer. So for that, it goes into the bronze medal position. In the silver medal position, I'm gonna put the Baxter. Go for it. Uh, this, of course, is the pride of Lewiston, Maine. I get it. And it wasn't the worst uh, triple IPA that I've ever had um, by any stretch of the imagination. It was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I, if somebody handed me this can and it was uh, nice and cold and crisp and free, damn straight I'm going to drink it. Um, I like what they did with the beer for those that like that style. I am not that type of person, so I would drink it politely and probably move on to the next thing. But it... I get it, but I'm not going to get it. Uh, so it goes in the silver medal position. So that means in the gold medal position, the Geary Brewing Company, Pick Me Blueberry Lager, um, which of course was made with Maine blueberries, that goes in the gold medal position. I thought that was a good beer. That was a good drinker. It was a good amount of blueberries. It wasn't so little that you couldn't find it, but it wasn't so much that it was obnoxious and kind of had a fake taste to it. It was... It was well-balanced in that regard that it had a good blueberry taste to it instead of an overwhelming blueberry taste to it. Quite simply, it was a good beer. I Of the three, by far, this is the one I would pick. So it told me to pick me, so I picked it. Okay. You did it. <laughs> I did it. I listened. I think it's worth noting that the this beer from Geary, they're the oldest brewery in Maine. Mm-hmm. At least with regards to the beers that we had tonight. Yes. It was the best one we had, consensus-wise. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because I feel like a lot of other breweries, when they're that old, they kind of get stuck in their ways. Not Geary. Yeah, not Geary. They, they, or, you know, they may get stuck in their ways or they may not just update the taste, but this one is obviously something that's 
persevered through the years. Sometimes a good beer is just a good beer. Yeah, and that's obviously why they just keep making it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just a good beer. Yeah. So good on you, Gary. Yeah. And good on Bailey for bringing us beers from Maine. Yes, thank you both. I'm glad you enjoyed your trip and you had your potato donuts and your lobster rolls. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm not seafood eaters, so it's we don't fit in well up there when it comes to mm-hmm. food. I am fall. You're going to have to go uh, into the forest. <laughs> eat some bears. Bearsies. What? Blue bear. Oh. <laughs> it, it was a stretch. <laughs> That's why the word was so long. <laughs> Stretch it the other way. Blueberry. Ah, <laughs> wrong See? emphasis, I guess. Wrong the wrong. fastest on the wrong syllable. <laughs> you fucked it up. <laughs> but if you want to find us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA, and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then just search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcast platform, and you'll find us on things like Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Laughable, Pocket Cast, Player FM. I don't know if I said that already. I don't know either. <laughs> yeah. But if you're on any of those platforms, leave us a five star review because we are a six star show, but they only let us use five. Yes. I don't have a joke this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't have a joke to follow that up with. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, what I do have, though, is kind of a calendar of events. Uh, obviously, Philly takes over Pittsburgh 2 mm-hmm. happening this weekend. Yes, because you should be listening on Fridays. As you should. And it's happening tomorrow, 14th, at Spoonwood. Be there. You can maybe still get tickets. <laughs> if you can't get tickets, at least just hang out in the parking lot. Right. So it looks busier. Right. Hang out in the parking lot. Maybe go in and get a pizza. They might let you. They do make good pizza. Yeah. Uh, let's see. 21st. We'll be at the Glow for the Walk. The, the, the Glow for the Tales and the Trails Glow Walk. Hey, you heard the commercial earlier. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be there. Don't make us repeat ourselves. Right. But please be there. It's a good cause. Uh, we were there last year. It was a good time. Yeah. And if you're not there, go to Kennywood because there's a little beer fest going on there. And that's where our friend Dennis will be debuting his collaboration with 412 Brewery for their uh, the Logjammers Revenge. Mm-hmm. You got options. You got options throughout the week of September, month, whatever this is. And if you're a really good person, go to all of them. Do it all. And then buy a t-shirt from us at tpublic.com. Yeah. Keyword Hop Nation USA. And then Venmo Bubba some money. Yeah. <laughs> Just cause. Get them some, you know, trivia tips. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> but yeah, that's it for episode 124. We'll be back next week. And next week, we'll be doing Oktoberfest beers. See you next week. Oh, bye. You're going to lose us our fucking credibility card with that one.